Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. A couple minutes after 4. Forecast, clouds tonight, low 30, rain's a-coming, uh, especially tomorrow in the afternoon and evening and right through Friday. 46 the high tomorrow and downright springy on Friday, high around 62. What's up with that? Flyers 3-2 over Detroit last night. They're home against Nashville tomorrow. And the Sixers are home tonight against the New York Knicks. Mary Poppins is in theaters today. I have my facts straight. And uh, Mark Shaman, who is um, uh, won a bunch of awards and been involved with all kinds of films and TV shows over the years, who scored the uh, the soundtrack for Mary Poppins, going to join us for a few minutes today. Also, looking forward to Jay Jackson, the lead singer of Apologetics. It's a Christian parody band. They've been around for many years, done over 50 CDs, taking songs from Elvis to Eminem and changing the lyrics and uh, keeping the music the same, though, and, and very close to it. And it's part of the, where the humor comes in. They're very good at it. We're going to uh, chat with Jay Jackson, the lead singer. They have some Christmas music out and also a brand new CD. We'll probably give a copy or two of that away. We also are going to try and sneak in a few more giveaways before the hours through. We've had a number of authors on in the last couple of weeks who have been kind enough to ship us some books. And so I have a nice stack of those. I'd like to at least give a few of those away today to get them in the mail tomorrow, so hopefully you can have them in time for Christmas. So all that's going to – we're going to try and jam that into the hour hour today. Uh, And one other thing, speaking of jamming in, by tomorrow night at midnight, we have an encouragement for you to go to our site and get in on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. This is one of the coolest things we've ever done with WFIL's Rewards Club. It's kind of a listener club. It's free to join. You can take surveys, you get discounts on certain things, you can win concert tickets and uh, a lot of things like that. But every now and again, we have a pretty big prize. And right now is one of those times, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle specifically, you could have your mortgage or rent payments for all of next year made for you, uh, up to $15,000. That would be pretty, pretty nice to win, right? So get yourself in the running for that. On top of that, we've posted about that on our Facebook and Twitter pages. So if you are kind enough to share and or retweet, if you're in those platforms, to others, and they enter, you will get not one, not two, not five, ten. You'll get 20 bonus entries into the contest just by going to our Facebook page or Twitter or both and share our post about the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. And anybody who enters, uh, you know, every single time somebody enters, you'll get 20 extra entries into the contest. Might be worth a few minutes of your time. And again, you have to do it by midnight tomorrow night. You can get all the details right on our homepage, WFIL.com. Uh, we are also uh, glad to have Rob Motti join our program. Rob has covered the Eagles and the Phillies in Philadelphia for many years for the Associated Press. He wears many hats, first and foremost, child of God, loves to play softball. He's written a number of books uh, husband of one, and he has beautiful, uh, two beautiful twin daughters. And so, Rob, uh, uh, joining our program. Hello, my friend. How you doing? Hey, Timmy. How are you today? Wonderful. I heard you were at a press conference at the Phillies yesterday. Yeah, the Phillies uh, officially introduced Andrew McCutcheon. His wife was there. His adorable little boy, one year old, was sitting with him for as long as he could. 
up front at the news conference. And interestingly enough, uh, McCutcheon is going to wear Gabe Kapler's number 22. I thought that was pretty cool. The manager gave uh, Andrew his uh, number from last year. Wow. So and did Gabe say what number he's going to switch to? Yes. Uh, so Gabe is going to wear number 19, which apparently he did at some point previously during his career. Okay. And the reason being is he said he grew up uh, a big fan of Fred McGriff. Okay. And around here, folks remember 19 from Greg the Bull Luzinski, of course. I wrote yeah, that's the first one that came to my mind. When yeah. he said 19, I, I just thought the Bull. Yeah. I wrote that on my T-shirts back in the day playing wiffle ball in the backyard. <laughs> so, so speaking of uh, outfielders like Luzinski, McCutcheon, Brought in to play outfield. They have a three-year contract with him. What are your thoughts on them bringing him in? He's a good veteran clubhouse uh, presence, uh, a guy who will give you consistency, 600 plate appearances year in and year out, very durable. Uh, Obviously, his numbers are on the decline. He's at 32. He's not what he was at 22 or 25. But he, he seems to be a guy who could fit very well into uh, the uh, into the lineup. He's got a lot of versatility in the lineup. He could hit anywhere from one through five. Probably going to play one of the corner outfield spots now. He's no longer a center fielder. Really depends on what else they do, who else they bring in here. Uh, you know, I said on my radio show over the weekend, I, I don't know that Aaron Altier, if he got a chance to get 600 plate appearances, couldn't give you the same numbers that Andrew McCutcheon might at a, at a much lower price. But uh, they, they feel comfortable enough to give him that money for three years. And it, it definitely doesn't uh, hurt the lineup. I think it upgrades it. It was a 45 to $50 million contract last time I, I checked. Something like that? Yeah, three yeah, three years, 50 with a club option for a fourth year. Okay, so Andrew McCutcheon, of course, folks on the other side of Pennsylvania will remember. You know, he, was, he was a star with the Pirates for a number of years. Uh, he was the MVP, was he not, a few years back? I'm trying to remember. Uh, he was. Yeah. Uh, either 2013, 2015. He was an MVP with the Pirates, uh, helped them get to the playoffs three years in a row. They didn't have much success in there. So he's got some postseason experience. Uh, also made it to the postseason last year with the Yankees after he was traded from the Giants. Uh, this is going to be the best hitter's ballpark that he plays in, uh, better than PNC, better than uh, out there in San Fran and, and, and Yankee. Yankee Stadium's a good hitter's ballpark, but this is good for right-handed hitters. Yankee Stadium more so for lefties. Rob Motti, our guest on the line, uh, Associated Press writer for the Phillies for many years. Okay, so if folks want to look up that story and or other work you do, it's just R-O-B uh, for the first name and the last name is M as in Mary, A-A-D-D-I, Rob Motti, the name. You can Google that. Also, they can follow you on Twitter, uh, or what's a good way to keep in touch with the stuff that yep. you write? Same way to follow me on Twitter, uh, Facebook. I, I post – I almost always – Try to remember to post my stories on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't always keep up with it, but I do try. Okay, and that, and as long as we're talking about stuff that you write, we we had you on like the second day of our broadcast ever back in September. You were talking about the book Birds of Prey. You wrote about the Eagles Super Bowl championship last year through the eyes of believers on the team, and that's still available, right? So people, Christmas time, they yes. want to get something. Yes, it is, Timmy, and, and being it, it's a perfect stocking stuffer or a gift for, for whoever it is uh, on your list. I, I will sign copies if you get them off faithonthefieldshow.com. We can send you signed copies there if you get it off Amazon or anywhere else. You have to track me down or, or, or find me at a, at a signing. 
to do that. But uh, it's, it's, it is available. It's doing well. And, and how the Eagles are performing this year just shows you how special last year was. And, and that book will tell you all about uh, what a tremendous year it was from the perspective of the faith of the players on that team, from Carson Wentz to Nick Foles to Zach Ertz to many others. And, and now we see Nick Foles elevated back up again into that role of starting quarterback, and maybe he can work some more magic. Yeah, and you know, as you mentioned that uh, that switch, you, we watched the game on uh, Sunday with the Rams and how you see the pan to Carson Wentz and how he's still – Got a positive look on his face and smiling and actively engaged. No body language. If, if he's feeling the struggle, he's not showing it with his body language. Um, you know, Romans, I think it's twelve fifteen, says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. And that, just that first half of that verse, Carson's emanating it. It's got to be the most difficult thing for him not to be able to play and also watch. It's got to be confusing even emotionally, but still, he seems to have that rejoicing part down. The, the mourning part's easy easier at least to help somebody who's sad and lift them up and you know they have it worse than you do something happening but when something good happens to somebody else right you got to train yourself what god says is to rejoice with them and be happy for them oh that's so true timmy i actually had an opportunity to speak to carson's mom maybe six weeks ago two months ago and, and she was really impressed with the way he handled the situation last year knowing what a competitor her son is just to see the growth and the maturity in him taking on that, taking that back seat to Nick and really being a lead cheerleader. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate now that a lot of people, and I do a lot of radio shows where people see Nick have success and they want to elevate Nick by uh, demeaning Carson or, or saying negative stuff. Well, he'll never be as good as Nick. And, and I'm like, well, why can't you really look at both of these quarterbacks and find the positives in both of them. You don't have to lift one up by tearing the other one down. And if we, as people in, in society, competitors in business, competitors uh, in, in anything, can take from their relationship, these two guys playing the same position, the love they have for each other, the respect they have for each other, and the support they have for each other, should be inspiring to everyone out there who's competing with anyone else in any other position in the workforce or in, in uh, on the ball field. That's good. That's good stuff. Great thoughts. It's Rob Motti, our guest, faithonthefieldshow.com. Also, you can look him up on Twitter or online in general, Rob Motti, M-A-A-D-D-I. Uh, and uh, the book, again, Birds of Prey, if you'd like to look into that. And you've written a lot of other books, too. I've actually been reading Baseball Faith, another book that you wrote. I have it in our uh, in our uh, restroom, let's put it that way, at the moment, and I'm in the letter G. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh... very, very cool. Well, Andrew McCutcheon is in Baseball Faith. So, uh, people can, and and now, now you made me want to go home and take a look and see uh, which Bible verse Andrew McCutcheon chose. Because in, in uh, baseball faith and football faith, both of those books are more like uh, devotionals. Each player picked a favorite Bible verse and talked about why it is their favorite. So now I'm interested to go home and check that out. <laughs> it's like a nice, it's like a one page, a photo and one page of what they wrote in their verse, and then you have some stats in there. So it's a nice readable, uh, readable thing. Yeah, I'm in the letter F or G right about now, so I have to go a few more pages before we get to McCutcheon. But I'll get there. So good. Awesome. Well, thanks, Rob. And how about your just real as we wrap up your 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 beautiful godly wife and beautiful daughters. God's bless you with what are you doing for Christmas? It's a special time of year. It's a beautiful time of year. I love I love Christmas and and I really love to just impress upon the girls the true meaning of Christmas. Every year we get a we get a cake with the nativity scene on there and we sing happy birthday to Jesus and it's a beautiful tradition and, and, and they know that's what Christmas is all about. Amen. Good stuff. Thanks for taking time, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Timmy. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Rob Motti, the uh, writer for the Eagles and Phillies in Philadelphia for the Associated Press, and he's written that book, uh, Birds of Prey, many other cool things uh, over the years as devotionals. You can check out more about him online. Just Google his name. You'll find him. R-O-B. Last name is spelled M-A-A-D-D-I. Double-A-double-E. Motti. And uh, you can find more about him there. You can also listen to our podcast in case you're driving. You don't have a pen to write down. We have all our podcasts in our sh- of the show at WFIL.com. You can go back and re-listen to pieces of it. 414, short break. We'll come back uh, in just a moment with Mary Poppins uh, composer and co-lyricist Mark Shaman, who's won tons of awards over the years, been involved with lots of movies and films and TV shows. Back with him in just a couple of moments on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 417 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Merry Christmas before I forget. Life is like flying by here. I know it's not till next Tuesday, but I can say it now, right? Merry Christmas to our listeners. Thanks you for, uh, thank you for tuning in. Our program's been happening here since uh, September. And part of the goal is to build into our community and into our world based on John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And so hopefully this program reflects that. There are different ways to be a blessing with this program and with our station. And one of the ways we like to do that, a big way, is to point people to Christ. But also sometimes you just have some everyday things going on like contesting or let you know, hey, it's daylight savings time and things like that. And uh, also, we'd like to every now and again feature something going on uh, in the world, especially the holidays are here and folks are going to probably take a little time to go to the movies. And as such, today, one of the movies I think folks may have their eye on is Mary Poppins Returns. And we are glad to have Mark Shaman uh, join our program today. He's been in, uh, involved with many, many movies over the years, as you might remember, from Sleepless in Seattle to Adam's Family and uh, things on Broadway and TV shows, you can you know, long, long list. And now uh, the one who has been very much involved with Mary Poppins Returns. And so we're glad to have you on. Hey there, Martha. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Talk to you. Very good. You too. It's a privilege to have uh, Mark Shaman, the co- uh, composer and co-lyricist for Mary Poppins Returns. Tell us about it. What was the process like for you? It, it's a fascinating thing to me to see how you go from the beginning all the way till today's the day. Well, gee, how much time do you have? <laughs> do I make a long story short? Well, you know, it was around three years ago. It, it actually, strange enough, four years ago, I found a vinyl version of the Mary Poppins soundtrack exactly like I had when I was a kid. Hmm. And up at a record store that I came across up at my house upstate. And I bought a record player just so I could play it. And I videotaped me listening to it because it was just a thrill to put an arm of a needle, you know, a needle down on a vinyl record and listen to it like I did when I was four and five and six. Yeah. And it just talked about how much it meant to me. And it was almost as if the way in the Mary Poppins movies, the kids write the advertisement for a new nanny and the father pulls it in their fireplace and it goes up the flue and it seems, and then Mary Poppins comes with it in her hand. It was like this video message went out into the world and created a sequel to Mary Poppins, to which I was lucky enough to be hired to write, you know, the music and lyrics with Scott. And um, it was just a joy from the very beginning. It's an absolute dream come true. We sat for four months and we figured out the plot. Then Scott and I wrote for about a year, 
many songs. I mean, there's probably two or three songs that got written before the ones that are in the movie now, as we were on our way to figuring out exactly the right tone. And then there was a fantastic two months of rehearsals in England, and then recording sessions with a full orchestra to do all the songs. And then after the movie was edited, uh, it was almost a year of me scoring the movie, which usually takes five weeks. But in this case, it was spaced out over a year, and it was practically a year of composing, which was just glorious. I've just been floating on a cloud. Is there a lot of back and forth? Uh, I mean, it's, and it sounds like there was. It compared to you, like, do you need to see pieces of any of the, of the film to do what you're doing, or can you write independently and then tweak it afterwards if you see something you want to change? Well, I have two different jobs on this movie. One was as a songwriter, so that's as a storyteller, working with everyone and writing these songs and then recording them. And then after the movie was filmed, my second job began as scoring the movie. And in that, with that job, you see every frame of the movie over and over and over again. It's, it's what you live with every day as you're writing music to completely match those moments on screen emotionally and uh, as an engine, and you know, if it's you know, animated sequences with the chase scene, that was like <laughs> it was quite something to write. And, and you're always back and forth at that point with just me and the director. You know, I, I would play him what I've written. He would maybe ask for some tweaks, and I'd go back and you know figure out how to keep most of what I've written, but make <laughs> the little fixes for him. And it's a very involved kind of thing. I bet a uh, very intricate. Uh, but it's something I love to do, and to get to do it for a Mary Poppins movie was my absolute fantasy. Mark Shaman, the composer and co-lyricist for Mary Poppins Returns. To uh, When you enter into a project like this, and you've done so many films and TV shows and Broadway and all that, do you go in with some general, okay, I think this is where I want this to go, and then you kind of take it from there? Or do you sometimes go in or with Mary Poppins Returns, like, I have no idea where this is going to go, but let's get started, roll up our sleeves, and see where it goes. Well, the good news, bad news, is that we knew we wanted to stay pure to the first film and, and not make it a jarring change. So we had the glorious sound of the first film. It's the greatest songs ever written for a movie and the greatest orchestrations ever made for a movie. The sort of bad news is that we knew that we would be, you know, that we had to try to live up to those fantastic songs and those orchestrations. And, and so that was a little debilitating, the, the fear uh, at first. But once we turned that fear into the realization that we could express our thanks by way of our own music and lyrics, and basically saying, look, you taught me to do this, and now I'm going to try my best to, to use what you taught me to continue this story. That kind of got us over the fear. Yeah, I can imagine also not wanting to mess anything up or, or wonder how people will perceive what have you done with compared to the original, because uh, comparisons are going to be inevitable, I suppose. Of uh, course, yeah. and that's why I'm not reading any comment section of anything <laughs> on the Internet ever again. I, I'm smart enough to know to stay away from that. But I know how people feel when they see the movie. I've, I've watched the movie now a number of times with audiences, and they're completely transported and very emotional about it. and. Mm. It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. As we wrap up, the movie out today, after all this work, several years' worth, how do you feel? It feels great. I feel like I have reached a sort of mountaintop as far as what I 
have been able to do in show business and in my life with music and lyrics. And although it may be all downhill from here, <laughs> I do feel like I've, I, I'm looking at a wonderful view up on top of this great mountain that, you know, this project is for me. Mark Shaman, the composer and co-lyricist for Mary Poppins Returns. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing the film. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, 425 Short Break. We'll jump right back into things with Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, that Christian parody band with uh, Christmas music, maybe a giveaway, and they have a brand new CD out as well. That and a lot more coming up right here on AM560 WFIL at WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 428 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. If you're enjoying our program, please feel free to tell a friend. Let them know. You can also download podcasts of the show at WFIL.com. Forecast calling for some clouds. Night low drop into 30. On the cloudy side with a few showers expected tomorrow in the afternoon and evening, 46 to high, and then lots of clouds and rain Pretty much all day and all evening on Friday with a crazy high of 62. Flyers 3-2 winners over Detroit last night. They're home against Nashville tomorrow. Sixers are home tonight against the Knicks. And our next guest has a connection to the Phillies. New signing, Andrew McCutcheon, signing a three-year deal, a paltry $50 million sum. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, based in Pittsburgh. Hello, my friend. How are you doing today? Hi, Timmy D. Hey, you forgot to mention the Steelers and the Pirates in your sports update. I don't understand. Well, yeah, you know, time constraints. We're constantly editing what, <laughs> what, what makes it on this program. So, yeah, we'll have to leave the Steelers and Pirates out, especially the Steelers, since they're doing better than the Eagles. Actually, I'm okay. <laughs> if it's not the Eagles, I'm okay with Steelers. I'm also okay with the Bears, since my mom's from Chicago. And I'm, I'm even a distant second, third, or whatever for the New York teams because my dad was born in Albany. So I, I'll, I'll, as long as I can draw, draw a line to it in some kind of fashion, I, I'm okay with it. But first, well, I drew a line during the Super Bowl this year and I saw the Eagles were playing the Patriots and they became instantly my favorite team. <laughs> well, and of course, the Steelers just beat the Patriots, right? Last, was it last week that they, they held that, on? That was and, shocking, yes. Yeah, you're just waiting was, for that game to slip away and it didn't. So. Yeah, just like you guys just beat the Rams. That was a wonderful weekend for Pittsburgh uh, football. Yeah. I mean, Pennsylvania football. Indeed. Yep. Uh, Jay Jackson and Apologetics have been in this neck of the woods many times, done concerts. In fact, on your uh, Facebook page, you posted a, you, you're very good about that, posting anniversaries. And on this date in history, here's where we were or what was going on. And you were, was it a Sixers game you had done, a post game uh, about a week yeah, ago? Yeah, Wachovia. Yeah. Yeah, that was like three names ago. <laughs> it's, it keeps changing over time, but that was uh, 15, 18 years ago, something like that. I think you were in town. 2004, yeah, it was 14 years ago, yeah. Yeah, so, but as for folks who are brand new to apologetics, even though you've been involved with this for many, many years, obviously, let's let folks know a little bit about apologetics and, and where it was birthed from, and then we could talk, we have a new CD out and some Christmas music, too. We want to sample some of that, maybe give a, give sure. a copy away. Yeah, we're... Yeah, we're uh... Apologetics, the best way to describe it, I guess, would be uh, Billy Graham meets Weird Al Yankovic. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, we use parodies. We do uh, parodies of rock and pop songs, occasionally some 
rap and country, but especially rock and pop songs from everything from the 50s through today, everything from Elvis to Eminem, ACDC to ZZ Top, you know, Beach Boys, Backstreet Boys, DC Boys, you name it. Yeah. And uh, this, the the band, you didn't, as, as many often do, they're, they're hoping to pursue music and make a thing out of it. Apologetics was really birthed out of Bible study, and I know that's very, very important to you, reading through the Bible each year. Even something maybe you could speak to as we're coming down the home stretch of 2018, maybe you could talk about your approach, because I know you like to read through the Scriptures every year. Yes, I do. Um, I think it's a... It's the only book I've ever found that gets better every time you read it. Mm. I started reading the Bible for myself. You know, the first time I ever read it the whole way through was back in 1988. Um, and uh, I liked it so much, I read it again. I was single back then, so I could read it a couple times in a year. And uh, yeah. so I try to read it at least once a year. I don't think I've missed a day in the last 30 years. And that's no tip of the hat to me. It's just I need it that badly. And, um, and I'm always learning stuff from it. And I've never had a day, I don't think, where I've thought afterwards, gee, I wish I hadn't read the Bible today. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics with us and, and their lyricist. Uh, Apologetics is spelled A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-X dot com. 53 albums, is it now, that you've done over the years? Yes, 53. We just put out our 53rd, yes. Okay, so let's do this if we can. Do you have? I know you have like a ton going on and multiple children and one wife, and uh, I keep. <laughs> I just... I'm alone in a car right now. I can do as long as you want. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'd like to play a sample of the new record for folks, and then also give them a taste of some Christmas music because you've had a lot of Christmas CDs over the years. Uh, but the sure. new... talk about the newest CD and uh, where the title yep. came from, and I wanted to play the John Denver one, if we can do that, if that's all right with you. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you a, a little info on that, too. The new CD is called That's Too Bad, and uh, there's a couple reasons for that. One of the reasons was um, we have two songs on it. One's called Bad Foreign Girls, which is a parody of Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Right. It deals with the, the bad, the bad, the surprisingly bad females in Jesus' genealogy. Some people like, uh, you know, Beth Sheba and Rahab the Harlot and, uh, you know, um, and some foreigners too, like Moab, you know, Ruth from Moab, etc. Right. Um, and Tamar. But uh, it has another bad song on there, um, and that's called "Bad Things for a Good Time," which is a parody of um, Poison's uh, "Nothing But a Good Time." And eighties um, hair band, of, right there. Oh yeah, and they're <laughs> Pennsylvania hair band too, right? Until they sold out and went to L.A. That's right. Um, that's so. I said, "Boy, we got two bad songs. That's too bad." So we <laughs> then we thought about it and said, "You know what?" You can you can spin this spiritually because the Bible says if you if any man tries to keep the law and he he slips up on one point he's guilty of the whole thing so even if you've only done one bad thing that's too bad you know and um, <laughs> and so we put yeah. that on there and um, so that that's that's kind of how we got the idea for for that one okay so one of the songs uh, just to read through some of the the bands on here that the parody songs come there's the Queen there's the Tubes a lot of these 80s or 90s or 70s rock bands the Kinks Guess Who, Brownsville Station, uh, Poison, as you mentioned, is on there, ACDC, Oasis, uh, and also John Denver, uh, and the version, of, you know, Take Me Home, Country Roads, the original. You've switched it to On the Road, Away from Home. We're going to play yeah, it in a so second, but one, t- talk about that. Yeah, sure. This is There are two live tracks on this CD. All the rest are studio tracks, but they were recorded at our 25th anniversary show, and eventually we'll probably put out a CD for it and a DVD for it, but it's been delayed, so... 
we decided let's get this song out here because it's so popular. Uh, the, both of them on there, but this particular one was the the genesis of this one was my pastor, one of our pastors, was doing a sermon on the, the uh, Good Samaritan, and he wanted to use music as part of it. So he asked me if I could come up with something. I got this idea. Now he went to WVU, we're Pittsburgh. We're not that far. You know, about uh, you know seventy minutes from WVU, but. Um, he went to WVU, and I thought, well, what's more WVU than, you know, Take Me Home Country Road? Right. It's like a national anthem there. And, yes. <laughs> um, and I thought, let's do the Good Samaritan. What would happen since West Virginia is kind of in between Ohio, Pennsylvania, and, you know, it's no man's land as far as professional football. What would happen if a Steelers fan broke down on the car, you know, in the car, and nobody would stop to help him except for a Browns fan? And so... <laughs> That's the premise of this. We performed it live you know, for the sermon. It went over really well. And then when we did our 25th anniversary show a year and a half ago, said, let's do this up right. And uh, so if you listen to this, you'll hear at the end I say you're a good sport. And that's because we brought a guy up there who's a fan of ours. We have a lot of fans in Cleveland. And he called himself Mr. Cleveland. And he came all dressed in his Cleveland garb. And I sang this song to him on stage. Wow, that's a good sport. That's And as a side note, one of our pastors at our church is a huge Cleveland Browns fan. Over the years, it's actually been an opportunity for him and uh, for for sermon illustrations on, on suffering. And uh, but <laughs> now, Well, I'll be a huge Browns fan in two weeks when they play the Ravens, so yeah. I understand. Well, let's do it then. Jay Jackson, our lead singer from Apologetics here, uh, and the song is called on the way on the road away from home take off on john denver's take me home country roads from apologetics's brand new cd that's too bad here we go on wfil almost wrecked in west virginia tulane mountain ran into a ditch there by the shoulder, phone was dead. Help, please. Other than a Browns fan, no one stopped for me on the road away from home. Who will take time to stop? Guess again, y'all. Samaritan moment. Although many passed around there, my friends saved me. Strangers can do wonders. Brought some groceries, paid the tow truck guy. Mr. Thanks to you, I feel God in my life. On the road, away from home. Chevrolet, Chevrolet, on the road. 
Apologetics is brand new CD. That's too bad. On the road, away from home. Parody of John Denver's "Take Me Home, Country Roads." Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, with us, my friend. If folks were interested in getting that CD, uh, you're you're pretty cutting edge. You not just have the physical CD of the digital download option, or how does that work for for folks? Absolutely, yeah. You can get the CD if they order uh, today or possibly tomorrow. We- Still, we have it by Christmas, so especially since they're just on the other side of the state. Sure, um, we're out of Pittsburgh, but uh, you, um, you can also get it uh, as a digital download from our website, or you can get it on iTunes or Amazon MP3, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, just about any place you can you can imagine. It, it's available through there; it's already there. And uh, um, but we have 53 different CDs. You can get them all on our website, or you can get individual downloads. We have a thing where it's downloads for donations, where people can set and whatever they want to get. So uh, if you're on a real low budget and you want to get some music, hey, we're happy to share it. We just want to get the music out there, get the gospel out there, and God takes care of the rest. Amen. I know you have a, a big heart that way, and at the same time you have a lot of responsibility. So you know, take advantage of that opportunity if, if you're in that situation where you maybe don't have much money, but you'd like to have some gifts for Christmas. That's a great way, a download and a stocking kind of a thing. Uh, but if you have the opportunity to do more, or you can, I guess people could theoretically want to bless the Ministry of Apologetics and actually pay more than they're worth, right? <laughs> so to speak, than the charge. Theoretically, they could want to bless us, yes, theoretically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, God blesses us through many, many people, and we're, 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 we're just we're blown away that we're still able to do this after all these years. And one quick note before I forget, we're going to do a short break, and then we want to just feature also one of the Christmas songs you've done. Uh, 53 CDs. I remember you saying that you have at least one CD represented by all the letters of the alphabet at this point. Yes, we do. Even beginning with our letter X or Q or whatever. Yes, we have we have completed our alphabetical manifest destiny. Yes. So, <laughs> so if you are that kind of person who likes everything neat and and ordered that way, you can order one by every letter of the alphabet that begins that way. <laughs> so just give people options. You, you want to put myself in other people's shoes and let them know it's at least available to them. It's 442, a short break. We'll come back with Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics. And we're also going to give away uh, some of their music on the other side of the break and give you a sample of their new, uh, some Christmas songs that they have out. All coming up in just a second here on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 445. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. We're glad to continue our conversation with Jay Jackson. He's the lead singer of Apologetics, that Christian parody band or Billy Graham meets Weird Al Yankovic, and we want to play for you uh, something from the, the Christmas library, if you will. Jay, you, you guys have a couple of full-blown Christmas CDs, right? And then some singles? Yes. Yes, we do. And, and yeah, we have a total of 31 Christmas songs. 
uh, two CDs worth and then some singles since then. But, uh, yeah, we, we have we have tons of them. Okay. And I'm sure as, even though you've been doing this for a lot of years, there are always people who have like, Apollo what? Oh. And then when they stumble across it, they have – it's like a kid in a candy store. Like, oh, fun. Let me look around because you do so many different styles that people can – if they jump to your site, can they – uh, like scroll song listings per CD, or how does that work if they want oh, to yeah, investigate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if they go to the online store, you can see all the CDs. Some of the CDs are no longer in stock as CDs, but they're all in stock as downloads. You know, it's hard to keep 53 you know, in, in stock, but all 53 <laughs> are available to downloads, and about 26 of them are available still as CDs, plus DVDs and stuff. But, yeah, you just go to the store, you start scrolling down, there's a section for CDs, there's a section for you know, for singles to, you know, two songs at a time, et cetera. Okay. What we'd like to do is two things. If folks would like to, whatever's easiest for them, they can email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com, or text our, our show line here, 610-500. You'll get a kick out of this. Dove. That's the number we were assigned. <laughs> So of all the numbers, 610-500-3683. Either one, if you text in, I will uh, get you in touch or Jay will send me a link and allow folks to have a free download of any song from the site. Is that, would that, is that doable? Is that mechanically possible? Well, we could do that, but I'll tell you what, why don't we give them even more? How about since it's Christmas time, Yeah. why don't we send them a download for, for our classic Christmas CD You get um, – you get 13 Christmas songs, but tis the season, you know what I mean? The whole CD? Yeah, we'll be glad to do that, yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. All right, fair enough. Uh, again, the number to, is, is to text is 610-500-3683 or email D T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com, and then I will get a link from Jay and forward that to everybody so you can download their Classics Christmas CD completely free. Lots of different song parodies. And uh, let's play one if we can right now. If you're just tuning in, you know, the, the truth is, Jay, over the years, and I've known you for a long time, your songs are, are have so much scripture in them. There's, they're, they're based on passages, and you often will put the, the passage references and all that. Every once in a great while, you do just something kind of fun and goofy that isn't necessarily that direction. Um, but tell me about... One here that, that's on the handheld Messiah CD that says "Nice Iced Pavement," <laughs> the, <laughs> the Ice Ice Baby, and uh, yes, take off. Yes, we resisted the urge to do "Nice Christ Baby." Um, yes, for the, the, the nativity, um, but uh, don't don't think that people didn't suggest that. Right. Um, instead, it's just about a guy trying to go out Christmas shopping, and uh, he runs into some some bad weather and some bad problems, but. All's well that ends well. Yeah, and this is one of this is one of the rare times apologetics just to kind of do a fun song to be fun, uh, and we'll play a little piece of it here to give people an idea of it. This week, ironically, it's it's not icy per se. Although in the morning, I've had to scrape the windshield. It, it gets it's in the twenties, and then it gets into the forties, and it's supposed to hit sixty this Friday. So Joe has it ready to go. We'll just give folks a minute of uh, of this song, nice iced pavement. You can enjoy this one. As, you're, as the weather gets colder here in the next month or two. Ready, Joe? Let's fire that up. Here we go. Apologetics, WFIL. Yo, see my tree. It's Christmas. Nice, nice pavement. 
I'm not shopping. I had to take a listen. Ice is packed on my windshield. Listen. Some kid said the roads will be icy. Closed up the shop when I paid and left light speed. Will this weather stop? Yo, I don't know. Scrape off the ice. It won't go. Through the extremes, I walk on ice because my van won't start up. It seems I need a jump or I can't go. And I'm wearing sneakers, not boots. The feeling with rain looks like I'm going to be slushed through. Lovely. Man, my baby toes killing me. And I didn't dress to the best of my ability. Rough it or leave it. You bet I can't stay. The weather is cold out and it's no sleigh. Guess I got a problem. No one saw it. Just have to hope for a heat wave to thaw it. AM560 WFIL, a little snippet of Nice Iced Pavement. Take off on Ice Ice Baby from Vanilla Ice, which was a big smash around the 1990 or so. One of many songs that Apologetics has done in the Christmas realm. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics, with us with a very generous offer. If you simply text in 610-500-3683, 610-500-DOVE is another way to spell it. Uh, we will send you a link to one of Apologetics' Christmas uh, classics. It's called Classics Christmas CD. Uh, and you'll get downloaded for free. Not just a single song, the whole album. Uh, and maybe you could tell, Jay, we'll, we'll wrap up with uh, one of the other songs, kind of more in line with a lot of what Apologetics does. You did a version of uh, Harry Chapin's song, Cats in the Cradle, right? Yes, this is one of our most popular Christmas parodies. We used to do this a lot. We do this one live. It has that great twist at the end. Uh, not the same as the original, but it's the, the same way as the first time you ever heard Cats in the Cradle by Harry Jake. You know, they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't notice. I didn't see that one coming. The same way with this. Um, and it's uh, it's Joseph, Jesus' foster father, telling his story. You know, the Bible doesn't really say much about Joseph after Jesus is, you know, in the, in the temple, and they, they, you know, he's lost. Well, he's not lost. They lose him, and they come and find him. After that, we don't hear anything more about him, so we can only speculate. This is a. This is kind of like what it must have been like through Joseph's eyes as Jesus is growing up, and then as Joseph is preparing to meet his maker. That's fantastic. Well, Jay, uh, we want to miss you. Wish you a merry Christmas. We're going to be running out of runway here, so we want to put the song on, say goodbye from now, and then I will get in touch with you about the link for the free uh, CD for our listeners. Sound good? Sounds great, Jimmy. Hugging, uh, hugging, high fives, and all that for wife and kids. All right. To you and Tina and all your kids too. We'll do that. Thank you, Jay. See you, man. All right, bye-bye. Jay Jackson, lead singer of Apologetics. This is uh, Christ in the Stable. Take off on Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Let's do that up right here. Give you a sample of that on WFIL. A child arrived just the other day. He came to the world as the truth and the way But they were trained to catch and kill the babe We learned to watch out and run away But he was born before they knew it or had a clue I said, my son will be like you, God I know he's gonna be like you And the Christ in the stable goes to fill the rooms Little boy, who are you man if they knew When they gonna know that I don't know We'll get to heaven then I know we'll have a good time then AM 560 WFIL We're not going to have time for the entire song But just want to give you a reminder As we go to a short break And we'll come back and wrap up If you would like a free copy Of Apologetics' Classics Christmas CD Simply text your name to me And uh, 
that's probably all you really need, name and address if you have a chance. But I will forward you a link to get a free full CD courtesy of Apologetics. The text number here is 610-500-3683. 610-500-3683. Or email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Back in just a moment to wrap things up on WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. 457 AM 560 WFIL. Congratulations, high fives to Stephen. A couple of the folks just texted in, although they didn't say their names. They just said, hey, we're excited to win. Or one person says, I'm in the car with my brother. We're reminiscing about one of our all-time favorite apologetic songs, Don't Bring Me Cows. And uh, <laughs> they would like to get the free album. So congratulations. Uh, also, uh, just another person said, thank you. Well, that's nice. Thank you is a good word. If you would like a copy of Apologetics is uh, Christmas CD Classics, a full disc. Just text me at 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Lead singer of Apologetics was just on with us for a bit and uh, generously offered to hook up our listeners with a full CD. You can also email if that's easier. Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Uh, feel free to do that over the next half hour, hour as you get home or whatever. You have access to those things if you don't happen to have that right with you. Jim Axum, Acts 413 Ministries, praise next. Have a good night, everybody. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.